Hi, Maggie. Well, hello, Freya. Good evening and welcome. Well, Thank good you. Morning. It's been a while. <laughs> good morning, yeah. Yeah, it's morning somewhere. It's... Exactly. Yeah. Lovely to hear your voice. Thanks, you too. So what is new? What's new? <sighs> um, <laughs> I feel called to share about um, a little experience that I've been living recently which um is in my intimate romantic relationship mm -hmm. um we had quite a difficult conversation a couple of weeks ago and it was a lot of it was um vulnerable share that you know needed to needed to be brought forward and it was really difficult to hear also on my end um and I sat with that and processed it and there was a there was a, a lot of sadness and I also felt a lot of fear around what was shared and basically the the gist of it was just that things were not feeling great in our relationship and I mean, I know we've had, we've had conflict, we've had our, you know, things come up, but overall, in a general sense, I had been living in this space of everything's good mm -hmm. for the most part, even though I know I've shared a lot of stuff like <clears throat> that has felt difficult and um, maybe heavy, but when I heard this stuff, it was really difficult and from that space I think there's a lot of parallels in my life around this conversation which I feel like reflecting on it felt like a wake-up or or just a different level of awareness around what actually is and I felt like wow I have been going through in my experience obviously, because we all live in our own experiences. And then all of a sudden, someone close in your bubble shares how different that experience has been for them. And it woke, woke me up. It uh, jolted me. And since that time, <clears throat> after the processing of the sadness and the fear, we have been connecting in a really sweet and kind way that hasn't been there for a long time and I guess I was operating from the place if we're not fighting because last year was a really difficult year in terms of the amount of conflict we were getting into and the level of conflict so I kind of thought that if we're not fighting that means everything's great but that was missing so much of the real connection and intimacy and <clears throat> love. Um, so I'm, I'm still learning and adapting and reminding myself because, I mean, I, sh I feel like a lot of people can relate to experiencing some level of trauma and then just existing means 
you know, you've made it. And that is true for lots of people. And then I feel like I hit another point of, I, I need to not just exist now. I think I have the, the safety or the, the ability now to expand in that. Wow. So expansion seems to be the key word here. Yeah. It feels like something was brought forth that you were willing to receive and it opened some part of your awareness. Yeah, and at first I wasn't really willing to receive it. Okay. So what changed? What shifted in you? Um, I guess willingness. <laughs> you yeah. You said it. You weren't willing. Willingness. willingness. Willing to see something different because I know that in my past I have over-dramatized things and made things feel more you know challenging or difficult than they need to be okay uh, um and i'm not i don't want to slight myself but i know that i can attach myself to the negativity of it or the and in, instead of instead of being able to be a so I, I think in this situation, because I've had more moments of being able to, you know, detach a little bit, have some objectivity, take some time to feel those big feelings in the, in the moment as they come up and then keep asking myself if that is what I need to believe, like the that it's so bad that it can't, that we can't go anywhere from here. And what comes when you ask yourself that question? It felt, it felt like it was a gradual thing I kept asking and it, it got, it got um, easier to see opportunity after, you know, a few days. And, and also I felt that I felt that a lot of what was shared was truth and you like, I can't argue with truth as much as I might not <laughs> like it. Yeah. How did you know it was truth? Um, well, one, one part of it is that I think Rick shared it from a really pure place. Um, so I was able to hear that truth from him. Yeah, so and there was resonance, yep. Yes, resonance. And he he also like would, he, he in this, what he did share was also a little bit like he'd ask me a, he'd ask a question after he shared his truth like isn't that true or don't you feel that like yeah. kind of thing and and then when I was reflecting on it I felt that those things that he said they are true and 
that has been the case and it 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 feels ugly and not great to admit and a little and quite shame I felt shame mm-hmm. that I it felt like I've been driving with my eyes closed a little bit it's so it's so courageous to meet these aspects of ourself that trigger shame or self-blame or any negative emotion, what we would call a negative emotion. It takes great courage to face these aspects of ourself, but it helps to know that it's not you personally, that you're you're walking the terrain of a psychic map in the human psyche. Mm. So if you can, and this is what it sounds like you've been doing, you're showing up as an explorer in that conversation. You're not turning away from it. The key word that you used was willingness. It was willing to open myself to this level of dialogue. I was willing to listen and then meet these places that feel like, yeah, that's kind of true. And you can, you know, you, you said it beautifully, Freya. You can't argue with truth. You can feel it. Your soul is wired to resonate with truth. Mm-hmm. So when someone is bringing something to your attention and you can feel that Ooh, there's an opportunity here for me to grow myself, most of us turn away from those moments and act out. And we don't do it consciously. We do it to avoid the pain of the shame or the self-blame or whatever comes up. Who wants to go into that dark labyrinth of human emotion? Mm -hmm. But that's precisely where the opportunity is. That's where our growth unfolds. That's what the soul came to reckon with. So when you show up in this level of courage and not attach to the way things should be or try to control how you want them to be so that you can feel safe again. Like this is walking the laser edge of your life. This is the real work. It's like, it takes far more courage to travel this terrain within ourselves than it does to get on a plane or a train or (laughs) go to some other part of the world because this is this is the terrain of the human psyche and some of it is dark and some of it is man I don't have a map I don't know where I am in this but you trust your beloved man to the degree that you're willing to show up and allow this level of dialogue 
that in itself is everything. It's everything, yeah. Freya. So, well done. This Thanks. takes a level of courage that more of us need, more of us need to exercise. So regardless of how things are unfolding, you're in a whole new level of consciousness. Yeah. That's, that's what it takes to expand and to become more of the woman that you came here to be. So I'm delighted <laughs> to hear of your adventure. Some of it's really uncomfortable, yes? Yeah. And then some of it is really sweet and unexpected. Yeah, and I'm almost, and this is true for me, is right now I keep checking in with myself every day around it because sometimes I feel like I can go into this autopilot mode. And... Mm -hmm. And that might just be me trying to survive whatever, you know, has happened um, in my life at any point. But it's it feels good to check in so that I can be be present. And I don't mean a checking out of um, like I I don't <clears throat> have any other, thankfully, any behaviors that I that I latch on to. But I just mean that I sometimes I live on this plane where it's easier to exist and not really look at myself. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone. 95% <laughs> of our functioning as human beings is unconscious. It's our subconscious programming and it's mostly unconscious. So the work of becoming conscious is work. It's more than mindfulness. And this is, you see, the work that you're doing here with me is more than mindfulness. This is self-inquiry. This is being mindful within your own psychic field and delving deeper into the self and the aspects of self that through your loving awareness, you get to shine the light of day on this shadow and integrate it into the wholeness of your being. And that's essential work. But it's beyond, I mean, self-inquiry is, is powerful. It will eventually bring you into your wise woman, true self. Mm. You're here to integrate all of, because it's in truth who you are. It's who you are. And this is what it looks like to become her. This is the road that we travel. It's a process. And at times it can be grueling. But if we can remember that this is what we signed up for. This is why we incarnated as souls. We came here to learn. We came here to meet these parts of ourselves and reckon with them. That's what karma is. It's a, it's a place to start. 
it's like, oh, I didn't get this completed in my last incarnation, so here I go. I, this is my starting point. I will complete it here, if that's what you've agreed to do in this lifetime. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what else do you see? Yeah. It, it's hard, right right now feels like a hard time in general because um, a lot of social activities are not happening. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of time to just be here. And initially when <laughs> this thing first started, that was welcome because there had been a lot of time where we had been, you know, so busy and preoccupied that it was, you know, for some people anyway, and for me in the beginning was great to have that time stop or stand still or pause. Mm -hmm. But now it feels like both Rick and I feel this um, like little bit of a vibration, um, just a little bit of a ticking happening of, Oh, we just want to be able to travel and explore and, and be social and we just have to be here. It's been a little Isn't difficult. It wonderful. I know. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. It's wonderful that <laughs> life is colluding to keep us being here for now. It's essential to our growth as human beings. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity for both you and Rick, when you feel that sense of, ah, I want to be somewhere other than here, yeah. is there, there's opportunity in that. Because whatever you would name that, we don't even need to name it, that, what did you say, that ticking, <laughs> ticking sensation. You want to be in an adventure. You want to be able to that's a sense of I want my freedom yeah right you know feeling less free well what if that's an opportunity to explore the ultimate freedom which happens within there is a level of freedom that you can access within your being that will allow you to know that wherever you go you are here. <laughs> You're here. Mm. So it's an opportunity to overcome that aspect of yourself that would fight with what is in this moment. And what is in this moment is be here. Be here. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go. Be here. And that, that will serve your development if you use it use it don't miss the opportunity because this what we're you know what we might refer to as social conditions whatever is going on that has you feeling less free this this will pass yeah it will pass it's a blip in human history it's it's a moment that we are living as humanity recalibrates itself humanity as a species is remembering the truth 
So here you are, one woman in one relationship, accessing the truth of your being. Well, humanity as a species is undergoing the same process. We are remembering who we are and what we came for. Humanity is remembering how to love itself back into the light. So it's a powerful time in human history, powerful time. We are on the cusp of the next golden age. Hmm. So you don't want to miss the opportunity to do this inner work. I love that life has given us this opportunity. Because in that moment of, of feeling, I think we are so conditioned as human beings to feel entitled. Mm -hmm. We feel entitled to a certain way of life. We feel entitled to certain freedoms. We feel entitled. Um, to things that we just take for granted. It's true. And I, yeah, I think it's really healthy to have to pause and go, wait a minute. Uh, you know, Carolyn May said to us years ago, you are entitled to nothing in her cranky, <laughs> cranky way, her cranky loving way. You are entitled to nothing. And I remember thinking, what the hell is she talking about? I understand it now. Okay. Your life, the force that beats your heart and breathes your lungs is a gift. You have a physical embodiment of your spirit here and now. It's a gift. It's a gift. Every moment you awaken into this body and this reality that you're generating through your presence is an opportunity. Everything else is secondary. Now that sounded a bit preachy, but can you hear what <laughs> I'm offering? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It resonates with me right now, especially. Um, and it's just part of that whole accepting what is, you know, maybe on a much bigger scale. Like I have been practicing with that with my emotions, sometimes getting annoyed with, you know, what's coming up. But the more that we've talked and you've guided me to accepting that feeling, it it does dissipate and it you end up creating that freedom within yourself around it. So this is just the same thing in, in a different context. Yeah. I know a lot of people these days are talking about gratitude, how important gratitude is. But I sincerely doubt that we really appreciate the frequency of gratitude. Like to really drill down deep and to feel a level of appreciation for just being, for just being here now. Mm -hmm. And that generates a whole inner spaciousness that allows life 
to come in and trust me life we will make more life from that we will make new life from that but you know people feel entitled to have family gatherings at christmas some people or people feel entitled to you know freedom of movement and all the rest of it well fine but we first need to grapple with the fact that there are many among us who have never enjoyed these freedoms mm -hmm. and if one of us suffers all of us suffers see this is the moment when humanity is realizing that oh there are already families among us who don't get together and now we are having some of us are having that experience and resonating with the pain of that experience and wouldn't it be nice if all families could gather all the time in freedom what would it look like for humanity to work towards that ideal mm -hmm. not just for some but for all because ultimately we are one family we are all brothers and sisters in one family called humanity <clears throat> so tis the season yeah to let your love flow <laughs> tis the season to light i know up. yeah i actually talked to one of my co-workers who shared that because it's american thanksgiving today yes. and tomorrow and they usually um, travel, their couple travels to both different families mm -hmm. during this time and they have two different dinners and it's just been something they've done for years and years. And this year there's no traveling. So they actually created a different ritual or you know what, what they wanted to spend the couple of days doing. And he mentioned um, I hope I, I hope we get to do this again next year instead of <laughs> traveling and it made me think that it's such an opportunity to you might think that things are being taken away or you know like we talked about freedoms aren't there but it actually creates space to to create something new and that to me that's also freedom we, yes. I can get caught up and in that headspace of we're trapped or but we're not <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not you're not ever trapped yeah but that is an opportunity to learn how it is you know what learning needs to be undone to realize the truth which is i'm not trapped at all yeah right i think of i don't know why but nelson mandela just popped into my mind Hmm. Um, you know, it took how many years of imprisonment? Um, his memoir was beautiful. But sometimes that feeling of being restricted in some way, I know I certainly felt that as a mother. I know my mother felt that as a mother, a sense of bondage to, you know, the patriarchal family and mothering because we live in a patriarchal society and we haven't had certain freedoms of movement. But I think that that has served, well, I know it served me because I had to show up for the work of it and get over myself. Um, mm. But it was very painful, mm -hmm. very painful, the 
you know, I inherited that. I know my grandmother on my mother's side felt that too. I'm trapped. Get me out of here. You know, get me out of this marriage. Get me out of this house. Get me away from these children. So that I'm trapped is a deeply rooted weed in the human psychic garden. You're not alone. But take it on. Mm -hmm. Prove to yourself, like land into the truth of your being where you realize that, whoo, there's a level of freedom you have yet to discover within yourself because that's the place where your greatest soul gifts are waiting for you to uncover. Mm -hmm. Just waiting. And that's our opportunity now to bring forth those gifts in service to the all that is. Not just in service to ourselves or our families or our community, but to, to the all that is for all beings. So it's a time to dig deep. Yes. Yes. This is mighty work. And you're a mighty woman. Thank you. Well done for showing up the way that you do. Well done. How do you feel right now? I feel pretty good. <clears throat> I'm going to keep checking in with myself and um, keep aligning myself to the fact that I am free. You are. Yeah. You are. Your primary reality is your consciousness. Your secondary reality is your experience, is the thing that you're seeing outside of yourself. It is a level of your projected consciousness. And there's an alchemical process that happens when you make the internal shift to your true freedom, guess what you outpicture? A free life. Mm. Mm. It's alchemical. We have the power to shift our world from within ourselves. And that's why life is calling us within. That's a big idea. You put that under your pillow and you sleep with that tonight, okay? Okay, got it. Yeah, that's a big idea. I love Good the work. big ideas. I know you do. And that's why we're here. Isn't it? I mean, nothing thrills me more than knowing, wait a minute, I have the power to change the world from within myself. Yeah. Like, doesn't that just want, make you want to stay at home? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I might not be able to convince you, but okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good. Well, much love to both you and Rick. Thank you. Does it feel like we got to where we needed to tonight? I think so. Is there anything else floating around in your field? No. We're okay. float free. <laughs> Good. Well, you Thanks, think Maggie. of those floating tanks that are big in this culture now people actually go into these tanks of water and darkness to to float i love them just think of that yeah. do you 
yeah i i was going every couple of weeks for a while there like a couple years ago well isn't that funny that i should bring that up yeah so i need to explore that for a minute what did you love about it um water is not because a sorry go ahead well no go ahead I was going to say water is not a um, super comfortable element for me, but I know that it helps yeah. me feel. And also, I, I feel like I have a lot of um, in, insights or just transformation happens around water. So that was part of it. It's also, there's so much salt in there that you float. I'm afraid of drowning or sinking, but um, yeah you float because of there's such a high salt content. And when they do close the lid and it's a complete, like that complete darkness is how I like to sleep. And yeah. I don't know, I, I just feel like every time I was in there, I'd have kind of like how I'd feel at a Reiki session. Mm -hmm. it, it just felt like a lot of things moved, energy moved. And I also felt so much more grounded. And I, I don't know, maybe there's detoxing happening as well. Mm, yeah. It's hard for my mind okay. to shut off. So it was a tool that really supported that because there's nothing in there. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't turn around and pick up your phone or mm -hmm. look at anything. You, you just can't. It's pitch black. You're floating in water. There's nothing to touch. So that sensory being deprived of distractions like your yeah. phone and right. But that it's a beautiful analogy for what the opportunity is now. Yes. You know, yeah. So you still have that opportunity, but in a different, you can take that experience that you had in that float tank and you can bring that into a meditation. You can bring that, you know, you can put, if you want to meditate with, with, um, what do you call the things when you put over your eyes? Like a, you know, a, an eye mask. Eye mask. Yeah. 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 Um, I know a lot of Dr. Joe's, practices you know initially that's what he does with participants you know mm -hmm. shut off your senses and go within because there's a whole world that awaits you so the part of you that loves that floating tank experience is your soulful self it's like get me out of this world so that i can go within and discover who i really am because there's mm. great peace in here. Great love. Yeah. Oh, lovely Good image. Analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hope I sold some people on going to experience a float sometime. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> oh, that's not for me. <laughs> You're not putting me in a tank and closing the door. <laughs> yeah, I guess it can be quite daunting for some. Well, it's surprising to me that you say your mind, because some people left in that, uh, you know, 
their analytical mind would be off the wall. I mean, it would just be going crazy. But maybe it's the function of the water or whatever, the darkness that has you able to shut off from that analytical mind and to go deeper into yourself. So yeah. whatever floats your boat. Yep. Yeah. Whatever I'm floats sh- your boat. And there's all kinds of people in the world. So maybe it would be a hell of an experience for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not my ideal experience. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no. But I could stay in meditation the whole day long, but not in a tank of water. Thank you. <laughs> so each oh. to our own. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Freya. Thanks, Maggie. You're so welcome. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. We'll talk soon. Stay courageous. Yes, I look forward to it. So for now, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye.